to Game Off Podcast, episode number 38. This week, Mario's 35th anniversary direct dropped. Suddenly, we discuss all the fun things that got announced. Surprise, it wasn't just games. We also got our showcase of the week. Uh, we got Fall, Fall Guys and Drake's Hollow. I'm your host, Brent, a.k.a. Arcadia, along with... Uh, Andrew, a.k.a. Solid Talker. Hooray! Yeah, let's. Hooray! Let's. Uh, how's how's your week going, Andy? Anything? Anything fun? Oh. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mario's thirty-fifth anniversary direct. (laughs) Uh, can you can you tell us a little bit about what was announced uh today? Okay, and I'm gonna do these out of order. Just kind of try to hit the ones that are least interesting to most interesting. Uh, so that we don't, you know, forget the the more interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Mario turned thirty five, and okay. they decided to announce a whole bunch of stuff that they're doing to celebrate Mario's thirty. And there's already a ton of Mario shit coming coming out this year. You had that Lego NES console, which looked really dope. Mm. That those other Lego Mario sets that I didn't really understand what they were, <laughs> how they worked. All sorts of stuff. I think there's some Mario stuff that's going to be added into Animal Crossing, which is happening. Some Splatoon things, some Smash Ultimate stuff. Mario Maker 2 is getting some anniversary-themed content as well. And then on to the kind of weirder things. I'm going to start with the Battle Royale game that they're putting out, Super Mario 35. Yeah, right on the nose on on theme with the 35th anniversary what what is this game it looks like they're trying to take the success of tetris 99 and pivot it into a mario battle royale and when tetris 99 came out i'm sure you recall as our listeners will i was a big fan of that and even said they should take this con- this concept and wrap it around other games i mario seems like an interesting one to do it with is it is it I don't, the same type of gameplay where you're just playing your own game and jumping around on a screen? It seems to be you're basically going through randomly generated Mario levels, like almost like an endless runner, and trying to stay alive. And the things that you do might uh, the things that you do in there allow you to kind of target, like in Tetris ninety nine, other people that you're playing with and send hazards over their way. So it'll be interesting to see how that that plays out. I. Mario was not the first game I would have thought of. I would have pivoted to something like Wario's Woods or Yoshi's Cookie. Or, you know, another Yoshi's puzzle Cookie, game. That's what I was think, trying to think of. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone loves Yoshi's Cookie. That yeah. game's great. Yes. That game gets no love. I want to see more of that. Or like, what's the, the Planet Puzzle League? Is that is that theirs? Planet Puzzle League? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Henry Hatsworth Puzzling Adventure? Like, some other kind of puzzle game. But, you know, Mario's fine. I've got Switch Online, so I'm sure I'll, I'll play it. Yeah, I, I did. Then we. Oh, go ahead. I, I'm really curious to see how that plays out because, like, it, like Mario Maker's pretty popular. Like, people enjoy that. I, I think there would be something interesting there if, like, it blended Mario Maker and like a, a traditional Mario experience, but in multiplayer. I, I, I'm having trouble seeing the appeal of like a procedurally generated Mario map because that doesn't sound anywhere near as fun. No, and maybe I just misunderstood, and it's not procedural. But that's what the that's what, the, what I gathered from watching the the trailer, that this was like not just you playing the first Mario as fast as you can. Yeah, I. But also maybe like one of those old uh, like DM style games where somebody's just throwing down like maniacal bricks oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, like there's one, that would be cool. There's one like the thirty fifth guy's just this fucking like sadist. Who's trying to ruin everybody's day? That I'd watch. That that'd be fun to oh, yeah. watch on a stream. Wasn't there one that came out? Wasn't there a uh, a game that came out for the Wii U that kind of used that mechanic? Uh, I thought there was like a oh, Warhammer like game and... maybe that they were trying to do that. Yeah, way, but I don't I don't remember. I don't think it became very popular. I think that was like the whole premise behind the Wii U. It's like now you can make <laughs> games like this, and everyone was like, no. <laughs> How about Fable Legends? <laughs> Bring that port that to Wii U. <laughs> no. Yeah, no no thanks. That, that's okay. <laughs> you guys can keep that one. On the topic of playing just Mario 1, they also are releasing a 
Mario Brothers Game & Watch, which only plays Super Mario Brothers. Uh, <laughs> did they say how much that's going to retail for? Because I'm guessing it's uh, way too much. I did not see a price. I'm trying to find it now. I did not see one. It's very, very limited, apparently. Well, of course, of course it's limited, but it's going to be very limited. It plays Mario and the Lost Levels, a.k.a. Mario 2 in Japan. Okay. And has 35 Easter eggs, which is okay. I don't know why you'd announce that, but... That's a feature. Bit on the nose. Yeah. And it has a functioning alarm clock. Right. So... So... Um, I think it's supposed mm. to be like 60, 70 bucks. What? Is the, the, uh, yeah. Oh my God. So do they, do they not already have these just not as fancy? Like they have the Mario handheld things that usually go for like 15 bucks, don't they? They're, do they? I, I don't know about these. They're, they're just like the old, like poker games, uh, like little handheld things. I'm pretty sure they had a oh, Mario. You're talking about like the LCD games? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. You're talking about like the actual physical game and watches that they made. No, no, not not Game and Watch. Sorry, like they they have what is essentially the same thing, just not not as dressed up, and for oh, I I don't know about a this, fraction no. of the price. I'm like now now that you say you're not familiar with it, I'm only like eighty five percent sure they exist, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I've walked through a, a closing down Toys R Us and seen these and be like, oh, I would never need one of these. Anyway, maybe maybe you're just having some kind of fever dream combined with memories of the Game Boy Advanced Micro. Yeah, that that is most of my childhood at this point. Just fever <laughs> dreams that have overlapped all the horrors, and most of them about the GBA Micro. Yes. Oh God, I saw one of those the other day, Andy. I forgot to tell you. I'll I'll tell you. Did more you? About it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was amazing. It was also like three hundred dollars. Oh God, I I think that's. One of the earliest conversations I can remember having with you is about the Game Boy Micro and just how impossible they were to find and how tempting they were to purchase anytime I saw them on eBay or the Goodwill site. Yeah. And they just, they never come down in price. No, they... Which would make sense. They only appreciate if, like, that Final Fantasy IV one, I think it was. Oh, God, that Final Fantasy one is so pretty. That's, it's it's erotic. And it's been going up steadily, like, by $20 a month or something ridiculous. So, I guess it's uh, it's a lost cause at this point. Yeah. If, if you yeah, have your one. Best, it's... Your best bet is to find one at, like, a garage sale or something. Yeah, yeah. If folks, if your grandparents are dying off because of COVID and they have some Game Boy Micros... <laughs> That. Please send us a tweet <laughs> at Game on Podcast. Uh, that was insensitive. Please hug your family. <laughs> well, not wait. Make sure you don't have COVID and then hug your family. <laughs> I'm not very good your... at this. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, so good. This is all staying in. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh god. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, though. What did you think of that weird toy? I. I my first reaction was only Nintendo gets away with announcing literal toys and pins on a <laughs> fucking direct only Nintendo and then I, I skipped right over it because I watched all the videos piecemeal and I was like nope don't even care so please please tell me if there was anything interesting about them it's it is kind of interesting you're setting up a little track in your house and then you're driving these little AR Mario Karts with cameras on them, and it's kind of overlaying a Mario Kart track and game and, and HUD and everything on your phone that you're driving these things around on. Okay. It, it's a That's really neat idea neat. that I almost wish someone else was making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would be very curious to play with it in, like, a showroom for five minutes. I don't think... Yeah. It, it, unless I had kids, I would never let that anywhere near my home. Even even with a kid, I, it, it just seems like it's very expensive tech. Yeah. And it's not it's it's too expensive for me to just give a child to play with, <laughs> even though it does look really cool. To have just got a like, to be driving Mario Kart around my house. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, kind of disappointing. I uh, really cool, and I can't wait for someone, some other company, to knock it off and make one for half the price that I can buy. Yeah, it, this will be an interesting topic just moving forward because they sort of like 
come out with these things that people want, but then they gate them behind just like crazy pricing. Like the Lego NES thing is like, wow, that is fascinating. Like I would love to have one of the, Oh, not at that price. Nope. Never, 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 never. It's like, it, I it's, don't... it'll be the same thing with this for me. I don't know where you are, what you're talking about them coming out with things that are enticing and then finding some way to gate them. Yeah. That's a ridiculous accusation that we will definitely not put a pin in and come back to in about three minutes after we talk about Super Mario 3D World. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Super Mario 3D World is getting a, uh, a re-release on Switch. I- I'm kind of into that because I never had a Wii U, so I didn't get to play that one. And I like Mario games. Yeah, this is the first time they've released it not on the Wii U, which makes sense because that was technically their last generation, but yep. not many people played uh, it for obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm excited to be Cat Mario and Cat Luigi. That could be fun. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say about that one. T- Tanuki Mario is all you really need. Yeah, oh, he's definitely he'll die on that He's hill. definitely best Mario. Oh, no, well, there was that B Mario, and I think it was in Galaxy. I liked B Mario a lot. Yeah, you know what? Dinosaur Mario is pretty dope, too. There's a lot of good Marios There's out good, there. Yeah, I'm not going to talk shit about Marios. Speaking of Mario Galaxy, <laughs> the Super Mario 3D All-Stars Collection. Um, This is where I think a lot of the discussion has been around. For It's Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, all bundled together for a $60 price tag, which is... Fine. Nice. It's not a bad price. No, it, it, they haven't really done much with them. You know, it's not like the, the Spyro or Crash re, uh, remakes they did you know, in the last year or so. These are ports. They're upscaled. They look nice. Uh, I, they, Mario 64 is definitely showing its age. But Sunshine and Galaxy still look really nice, and I'm sure they look great at 1080p. Uh, are they leaving it at like a 4-3 aspect ratio, or...? I don't know. I didn't quite gather that. Uh, port, you they, say. So $20 a pop for ports. $20 a pop for ports for virtual console stuff. You know, this is much like they did with the All-Stars release for the Wii during the, was it the 20th anniversary of Mario? Yeah. Where they did the Super Mario All-Star where they, you were just buying virtual console titles. Uh, this is kind of that. Which is fine. Nintendo, since the GameCube has been doing a lot of remastering, you know, they had the, the Zelda collections and the Mar- GameCube was full of those collections, if I remember correctly. I think that was most of what my friends had. Zelda, Mega Man, Mario, and a couple others. Sonic, I think, had one on GameCube as well. We, we I think, had most of them. I have, like, the Mario, like, 25th anniversary and, like, the Kirby that's, collection. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yep. Um, they had a few others, yeah. This is, you know, and this is cool. It's, I'm excited to play. I never finished Sunshine. I haven't played 64 in probably a decade. I loved Galaxy. I still can't quite get a feel for whether or not Galaxy is playable in handheld mode or if I have to suffer through motion controls again. <laughs> because it, like, it advertises on the site for, for this specific Mario 3D All-Stars bundle it both advertises that it's playable in handheld mode and also says that um, Joy-Cons are required to play it. Uh, so I I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? So because of this one game, too, they're also gating out everyone that owns a Switch Lite? Well, what I'm thinking is maybe it's... Because you remember Galaxy had that weird, like, kind of pseudo-drop-in co-op where the second player could point at the screen... And, like, collect star bits for you and shoot them. Yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking maybe that's what they're referring to. Like, that's the part that requires a second Joy-Con. Okay. But it's otherwise playable. I'm hoping. Because I love Galaxy. I tried to play it again recently, and I hate the motion controls. And I just want to play it with a controller like a normal person in a normal game. (laughs) Yeah, motion controls really, like, plagued all the really good games on the Wii. Like, both Galaxies and Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword yep. was the first game I stopped playing on the Wii because my wrist hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was so frustrated. But yeah, they need to do away with those for sure. Speaking of both galaxies, the second one isn't included, which a lot of people were really disappointed about. Oh, you mean the the best one? 
the best yep the best one was not included literally um, the pinnacle of all of their their learning about how to make good mario games it's not included yep not included oh. i'm sure they'll sell it to us again later oh. but you know we're kind of ignoring the elephant in the room here we're bearing the lead this is only available until march 31st of 2021 and that's including the digital release what i yeah you can Why? only buy this game from any retailer legally until March 31st. And it's a limited print edition and limited time to buy the digital version for God only knows what reason. What? Yeah. I, well, I mean, no, I know the reason. What? The reason is because <laughs> they want to create artificial scarcity and, and FOMO so people buy it. But. And people just rush out and buy it without waiting for it to come down in price or anything. What if what if I'm one of the millions of Americans who uh, are suffering from this economic crisis we're living in, and uh, can't can't afford one of these games before March of next year? Fuck you, pay them. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, just just when I thought that the world is on my side. No, maybe maybe I should reconsider theft. There was a um, there was an interesting take I saw from the Game Dev Breakdown podcast today, uh, at Game Dev Pod, which is a really tidy, you know, uh, Twitter handle there. Good job of them. <laughs> and what they suggested is that the old Mario games coming out actually compete with new Mario games because they are so well regarded and good, and they don't want to have their old Mario games competing with their current ones. Are are they implying that another Mario game might be coming out next year? Or I, I that's my that's my take on it is that there more Mario games are coming and having having the option of well you could buy this new one or you could just buy Galaxy Galaxy's great and Galaxy's twenty bucks oh you could just buy that or you could yeah. buy this I still think of it with that you know in that just forcing scarcity like they do with literally every other piece of their business yeah especially when it comes to hardware. Yeah, I think the evidence is there for that more so than than the other argument for sure. Because they they did that with the, all of the uh, the SNES NES uh, releases. Yep, and they they did that with every piece of interesting hardware they've done in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know the even those stupid um, NES and SNES Joy Cons to play the Virtual Console with. Yeah, that were limited edition and would only work with one game on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Ring Fit Adventure hasn't been in stock. Every time it's in stock, which is every week, people lose their minds and buy it out. So, Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I, well, I mean, I guess I do understand. It's worked for them consistently. It worked with the Amiibos. <laughs> it's worked with yeah. literally everything they've done for the past decade. But it's just so shitty and anti-consumer, and it frustrates me how many people are willing to just go to bat for them on this. I and I'm surprised there wasn't more outrage about this. I, I every every comment section I saw was just like, yeah, it's, uh, just just gotta get it. Like that's that's the answer to this problem. Like, <laughs> but like, there's no need. You don't need to cut it off. Yeah, I, you know, like it's not often I suggest going to a, a used game store and just buying the old versions because guess what? They're they're just fucking ports. Maybe it's worth it just to, to plug in your old fucking consoles. Especially the Wii games. They're not going to look that bad at this point. There was a article... Uh, you remember Cracked.com? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Back a decade ago, David Wong wrote an article titled Five Reasons the Future Will Be Ruled by Bullshit. <laughs> and he, he coined a term that I think about all the time, which is forced, forced artificial scarcity, which he shortened to farts. <laughs> And that's why it is so catchy. But he he talked very much about um, companies trying to imply that digital goods are scarce and trying to sell digital goods as if they were physical goods with the same kind of like, oh, you need to buy it now. Supplies are running out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's bits. Just give me more bits. (laughs) Yeah. 
we've we've put it on a server. It's a it's a Pentium three from nineteen ninety nine, and there's only so much bandwidth it can handle before it sets on fire. This is this is how many we've calculated. It's exactly four hundred thousand. Don't worry about the round number. <laughs> I just wanted to give him credit for having talked about this a decade ago, and I'm sure people who didn't write for humor websites called it even earlier than that. <laughs> yeah, a- actual economists. Yeah, that's it's 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 hard looking looking back at the past and seeing all the warning signs. It's hard. <laughs> we should have known better. <laughs> we didn't listen. And, and I say that I'm probably going to buy this this Super Mario 3D All-Stars thing when it comes no, out in a couple weeks. Oh, anti. If I can play Galaxy without motion controls, it's something I've wanted since I was yeah, uh, it's several chapters of my life ago when I first got a Wii and was so excited to play this game and was trying to do the bullshit level where you have to stay on top of the rolling ball. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I don't ever consider myself a Mario fan until I remember that I've beaten sunshine <laughs> galaxy galaxy 2 and odyssey and nearly 100 percent at all of them and then i'm like they're so good you know what maybe i am a mario fan and i forget that but i will absolutely not be buying this game I absolutely <laughs> not. nothing nothing will compel me andrew all right well you are a stronger man than i <laughs> yes just just wanted to point that out remember that audience when you disagree with me that i'm the strong boy <laughs> I'm the strong boy. Will of Steel. No. <sighs> All right. Well, you have any final thoughts on uh, on their bullshit here today? I'm gonna take the <laughs> the same standing and say vote with your wallets. Uh, but I know that's just not gonna happen. Uh, nah. I've seen a lot of really shitty takes about this. Uh, people people being mad at gamers and saying that this is their fault and, and to some degree obviously <laughs> obviously it is but that doesn't give nintendo a, a pass for being fucking gross dinguses with their uh, anti-consumer policies but you know you know vote vote with your wallet <laughs> hope hope for a brighter future <laughs> tears showcase time i still think we need music for the transition <laughs> Clearly. I think you did. I think you did it. I think you got it right there. I just got to auto tune that a little bit, and we've got it. I think it was too much like the the Jeopardy uh, double bonus thing. However, that goes. Yeah, no, you're right. That is that is very similar to the double Jeopardy noise. Yeah, don't don't need Alex Trebek hunting me down, I, especially in a drunken stupor. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, so Andrew, you did uh, you played Fall Guys this week? Why don't you tell us a bit about that? I did play Fall Guys. I had been hearing everyone talking about Fall Guys. And I figured one of us had to play Fall Guys. And I guess I did it. Bless your heart. Bless my <laughs> So Fall Guys is a, is published by Devolver Digital. It seems to be their most successful game to date. Which, good for them. Always happy to see Devolver Digital doing well. It's a game where you control a little bean creature... It's kind of like a a minion with less personality. And you are running through large, squishy gauntlets that apparently is similar to some Japanese game show that I don't remember the name of and I'm not familiar Uh, with it. I'm not going to look it up. Wonder Chosen? No, it has Castle in the name. It's someone's castle. Something, something Castle from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to be similar to that or inspired by it. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I just saw that in a couple of tweets. So it's almost like I didn't say anything at all because it's not really anything that you can build off of or is in any way actionable. You follow your little guy and you run him through these gauntlets of things falling and spinning and flipping you over and hitting you places and just trying to get from one end to the other or trying to not fall into slime or trying to be the first one to grab a crown. And every round... Some number of little dudes are eliminated until one person grabs the crown and is crowned winner of that set of games. A winner of the Fall Guys. He's the the, the one who didn't fall. <laughs> the unfallen. The, he is the unfall. He is the unfallable. <laughs> and he gets a crown and everyone else doesn't. 
and that's great. And then you can go and you play it again. It's It's got a very Battle Royale style elimination system, but a lot of the stuff that you're doing isn't directly malicious. It can be. You can be malicious. Or you can play the game just trying to keep yourself alive, trying to keep your team, you know, and the team-based events, hmm. keep them winning, keep them going, or just stay on your own and... and try not to bother anyone and hope no one grabs you and throws you off an edge sounds a little like online racing games kind of yeah a little bit (laughs) could be a monster or you could just run your own run your own circuit do you yeah and that's that was kind of my style i'm not aggressive enough to play games online i just want everyone to have a good time and have fun (laughs) and so i don't do well in things like overwatch or rocket league where you're supposed to be aggressive and you know, <laughs> you know, shout racist slurs at your opponent. And shout racist slurs. Did I ever tell you when I played Rocket League? This made, this game made me think of Rocket League a lot because I'm also not very good at Rocket League. <laughs> okay. But uh, one game I played of Rocket League where someone told me that I ate diapers. <laughs> yes, you have told me that, actually. <laughs> I, may, I may have even told this story on, on air before, but that, that sticks with me. <laughs> as stupid of an insult as it was, I think about that anytime I talk about online harassment. <laughs> it's not the same level of harassment that other people have experienced. It's a different, lower <laughs> level, I will admit. I'm not going to put it on par with most other, but it, it, did, it did stick in my head. <laughs> never quite shook it. No. And I still never really got whether or not it was dirty diapers or just in general. <laughs> just di- He just wouldn't address it. Yeah. Is, is the implication that my diet is faulty or that I have bad breath? I... Yeah, that's what... I mean, it just, I was beating him at Rocket League, and it wasn't even like a, a, it's not important. What's important is Fall Guys, (laughs) that's what we're talking about, is a game about beans in a squishy race course. Most of the, most of the course, actually, I don't really know what else to say about this game in describing it. Does it, did that make sense? Does my description? They're they're humanoid beans, to be clear. Yeah. You're running around and whatnot. They got little eyes, and you can dress them up in different costumes and give them different patterns. There's a lot of customization, which I think is, you know, beyond the $20 price point where they're doing a lot of monetizing, which is Mm. lame. I don't (laughs) like games that monetize after you've already paid for them because I paid for it already. Kind of, you know, if you're going to do that, just. Yeah, clearly. If you're going to do that, just do free to play. Just do free to play and sell your bean clothes. (laughs) Honestly. But what do I know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think that's that's all it really is. It's just your little bean dudes, and you try not to get knocked off the course or lose. And if you don't lose, you win. <clears throat> so that, that sounds simple and fun. Um, hmm. What was your experience playing online? It didn't. You, oh, you, right. I'm you supposed to tell you that you're, what I you feel bad. about the game and not yeah. just describe it. <laughs> yes. I remember this you now. You can close Wikipedia now. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Little Bean Man. Got it. Got it. All right. Yeah. Now I have to admit that I never played the game. Damn it. <laughs> oh, also, I have to retcon you because apparently the Bean Men are six feet tall. Are is that a is that known? I, I is that saw a known it on fact? Twitter. I uh, I believe it was from the. You know, I, 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 somebody fact-checked me, but I believe they said that it, they were six feet tall. So they're like, <laughs> they're not little be- They're giant freak monsters. <laughs> they're terrifying, and you should be afraid of them. But anyway, how was your Does online that... experience? So my online experience was fine. There didn't seem to be any chat of any kind, which made it much more enjoyable than, like, Apex Legends, where people were constantly yelling at me for not being good at the game. <laughs> and because no one's relying on me to be good at this game, I felt a lot better about the fact that I was not very good at this game. (laughs) But weirdly, unlike a game like Rocket League, where I wasn't very good, but I enjoyed the mechanics of it, and it was just fun to throw yourself around this arena and occasionally hit a ball, Yeah, I didn't enjoy the mechanics of Fall Guys, but I did enjoy it conceptually. Like, in the moment, I didn't really have a lot of fun playing it, but when I thought about it, I had fond memories interesting does that make sense like even thinking about it now i'm thinking like oh maybe i'm after recording i'll play some more fall guys but i didn't really enjoy playing fall guys all that much (laughs) so it is it like the colorful atmosphere that drew you in oh and oh it's super colorful that part is great 
I love how bright and and shiny and happy and everything is, and everything's yeah. really excited and makes squeaky noises and squishes. And the music's great. Whoever did the music should win awards. I don't know what game awards are. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the Grammys are for video games. Game off podcast tournament champions. Yeah, game off podcast tournament champions. Best music is going to go to the guy who did music for Fall Guys. It's great. <laughs> but the act, like, because you're just kind of running. And occasionally diving or grabbing someone. But it just, like, you run forward and, and don't get hit by the propellers. And then if you don't, you didn't. And then you ran forward. Run forward and try to figure out which door hmm. actually opens. And if, if you find it, you go through. And if you don't find it, you just kind of comically slap into it. And then, you know, it's kind of like, it reminds me of, like, if I was playing Mario Party by myself. Like, against the NPCs. <laughs> That sounds like an actual nightmare. <laughs> right? Like, all of those little mini games aren't really mechanically all that fun or interesting. No, nope. they're all, they're they're lent fun by being in this party competitive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just like sitting here in my basement playing Fall Guys by myself, it feels like I'm playing Mario and I'm I'm wearing out the palm of my hand rotating that little joystick around. <laughs> And I, I, hey, I beat Peach CPU and Yoshi CPU. Yay. <laughs> I'm the winner of me. It felt very hollow. Yeah. And, and like, not all that exciting. But again, like Mario Party, I have very fond thoughts of it. So it's a, it's a, it's a conundrum. It's a quandary. <clears throat> Indeed. Um, mm. The thing that struck me watching some streams and whatnot of it is, like, I, I couldn't tell if, like, the the movement mechanics were purposefully clunky or they just look that way and were actually surprisingly smooth. Can you shine some light on that? Oh, yes and no. So you're not going to feel like... I'm trying to think of a game that has really tight movement controls. Raiden and... and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Was that his name? Raiden? Raiden? Yeah. Raiden Raiden. However you want to okay. pronounce it. Okay. I said Raiden, then I just could not think of the guy from Mortal Kombat, and I got very, <laughs> like, oh, God, I'm, they're going to say I'm not a real gamer. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that the Raiden, the bullet hell game, like Raiden 4. It's like, <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it, Andy. It's it's not a bullet hell game with really responsive controls. It's not like a Devil May Cry game where, like, you've got these kind of twitch movement that, you know, informs all of your yeah. actions and combos mm. there's definitely a little bit of jankiness to it but it also feels appropriate for a six foot tall bean man running around on foam like okay. it doesn't feel bad it just feels slightly inaccurate but the kind of inaccuracy that if you've ever been at a state fair where they have those big inflatable obstacle courses oh yeah like that where you like, realize you... how graceless you are in one minute flat <laughs> Exactly. I know how to move and how to walk normally, but I can't when I'm walking around on air. <laughs> I can't shift my weight that easily. Right, and the things are just squishing beneath you, and you oh, I'm falling, and I'm just falling over. I'm I'm a 12 year old kid, and I can't stay upright. What's squishing beneath you? Like the bones of children? <laughs> what? Well, cause it's, what it's are these inflatable. Courses you go on? It's inflatable obstacle course. Did you not go to? The, why are my legs going up so high? <laughs> You're very defensive about this. No, I've, I've. They're usually pretty like taut. Like there's some give to them, obviously, but it's not like, not like a squishing between my toes, like the bones of children. Like you're you're so <laughs> implying. Well, you know, clearly, my state fair, my county fair was different, a little different than yours. <laughs> I think it was the same county. <laughs> okay all right well anyway um i had i had some questions you may not be able to answer about the community did you go okay. on on open mics while you were playing like you did with uh rocket league i didn't know it was an option to so no oh oh i don't i, I did it there wasn't any chatter that i saw or interacted with at all interesting like nothing like no Literal Nothing text came chat, through. no voice chat. Okay. Nothing, and everyone is just labeled like Fall Guy One Eight Three. Oh, Fall Guy. Cool. Yeah, it's so unpersonal. It, it was nice. I liked that part of it. <laughs> I'm sure it it makes it difficult to like 
notice that you're in a game with a popular streamer or something that you might have if you were like playing Fortnite against Ninja. He's still a Fortnite player, right? Sure. I assume. I I don't I don't know any streamers. <laughs> Ninja and I can name like five Dota streamers. And that's it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm but not... like you would you you'd know their names and you'd recognize if you had been yeah. randomly matched with them, right? Yeah, Shrewd. That's another one. Okay, sure. I'll yeah. take your word on that. Yeah, I might recognize them. I'd assume it wasn't them because like a thousand people just name themselves the same thing. Cause right. Yeah. On, on most platforms, there's no like. You you can't reserve names anymore. But anyway. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, anyway, there was there didn't seem to be anything other than just your customization that would differentiate you from anyone else. Yeah. And because the game is still so short out, it's only been out for a couple of weeks, and you know the storefront changes once a day. I think it's not like there's a ton of variety in people's outfits either. So, like, most runs that I was running, someone else was dressed nearly exactly like me. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll, that'll keep going, and uh, they're continually adding new things. They've got a season two that they've been prepping and talking about something to do with castles. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I, I saw the, the big, what was it, Big Chungus, the hammer they were teasing? Yeah. Big Edis. Big, big Edis, that's... <laughs> that yeah. seemed cool. Yeah, it seems like they're having fun with this game. I'm glad. And I'll give them credit. I don't know if you saw the whole thing they did with social media and the um, the charity, like, sponsored outfit. Uh, I'm vaguely familiar, but if you want to explain yeah, it. They basically said they were going to do a sponsored outfit for whatever brand would uh, pledge them largest amount of money to a charity that I'm not going to remember the name of in the UK that specializes in accessible uh, accessible gaming, I think, and providing oh, gaming cool. for people who need different accommodations. And Excellent. it ended up being, some, I think, a million dollars or close to that that was pledged, quarter of a million, three quarters of a million dollars, something like that. So that was ended up split between um, four or five major streamers who were all going to you know pitch in for it. Oh, interesting. The one I did see, there was some company that makes bidets that pledged, I think, around the $40,000 mark, back when that was the top, and the costume that they wanted was just a white t-shirt that said, ask me about my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was hoping would win, but I don't oh. think they stayed at the top for long. Oh. <laughs> I hope that they consider putting that in there anyways, because that's, that is choice. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, that that runs the risk of like driving like the value down. She's like, well, I don't want to outbid that. <laughs> I assumed it was just going to be like a big like uh, toilet seat around the 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 giant beans heads. Oh no, no, but much better than that. <laughs> I hope I hope it arrives. So I think in conclusion, unless you have any other questions, I don't. And it's think okay so. if you don't. Do you, did you have like one? Have you won any games? No, no. <laughs> did did you have any particular experiences that felt like they were like cool? Like you were like, wow, that was crazy that that happened. No, I didn't. All right, so you were just just running around and falling then. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have those moments. At least I didn't experience them, uh, like Rocket League or even like an Apex Legends or Overwatch or some other modern multiplayer game where you have that moment of like, oh my God, then this happened, then this happened. It's like, then I was a bean guy and I made it, I did the jump, I climbed up to the top of the mountain and then I touched the crown. Or I went to touch the crown, but then I didn't touch the crown. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if that speaks to like the the staying power of the game because it does seem like a game that would thrive on streamers and you know people like sticking around in the community um but if it's I, I think of one of the benefits it'll over. have is how quick the the game is yeah like a streamer can burn through you know can do several in an hour yeah whereas you know games of Fortnite or or apex can go quite longer that's a good point yeah maybe they just have like a, a fall guys night instead of being like a fall guys streamer it's oh yeah, just, it's that's just one true. of those novel games that people always fall back to. No pun intended. <laughs> so I'd recommend it to people if you if you look at it and think like that looks like it would be fun, then try it out. I I don't really have any reason why you shouldn't. 
it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was there, it. That's all there you have it. It's fine out of 10. It's fine out of 10. All right. Well, unless you have any, any final thoughts, we can move on to uh, Drake's Hollow. Yeah, let's let's talk about Uncharted Drake's Hollow. <laughs> Drake's Hollow is a... I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> Drake's Hollow is a single-player co-op, base-building-style game that looks and feels a tremendous amount like Fortnite. If I had to say it was a mix of two games, it's like Slime Rancher and Fortnite. I, I forgot to look this up, but I believe it's built on Unreal, and I'm like almost 100% sure that they use straight up f- like Fortnite assets like even oh, like wow. it, it the the animations are straight up like Fortnite the uh the style of the game is straight up like Fortnite it's it's fucking uncanny um even <laughs> like like at one point I was running around with a pick pickaxe and I was like swatting boxes and they were like breaking in that exact fashion and I was like oh my god what is this <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, the whole point of the game is to you're it's it's uh it's basically the prem, premise of an isekai anime, which is like a portal portal show, where basically you're a normal person in the normal world and something happens and you're you're super sad and then you get sucked into a portal and then you're in this whimsical world and in this whimsical world there are drakes and the drakes are essentially man drakes of you know folklore or legend and Wait, uh, like like mandrake root. Uh, like, like the, I guess, like the Harry Potter mandrakes, where they're like, yeah, like they're in the ground. I don't know if there is, oh, okay. is mandrake root in the real world a real thing. Like, yeah, like I think I think mandrake is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was just like a, just like a fairy tale thing. No, I believe it is a real thing, and like it, it has that name because of the way the root looks. Ah, uh, well, I'm outing myself as an uncultured idiot, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but essentially these drakes are like plants they come out of the ground but then they're little little people and you go around you know beating up bad guys collecting things to either make your base stronger or make your drakes stronger um so a lot of it what do you what do you do with the drakes oh the drakes are just mooches the drakes are demanding lazy mooches who do nothing Okay. <laughs> okay. You you have to run around. This person from out of town. You have to run around and collect food for them and water, which is in the forms of juice boxes, uh, mm-hmm. or you know items that help you build like wells and stuff, so you can get perpetual water. Um, obviously, the more drakes you have, the more wells you get. I think there's, I think there's like an achievement to get like. 99 total drakes or something um but they that the seems dra- like a lot of drakes there's a lot of drakes it's I, I i'm also not sure if it's procedurally generated because for reasons i'll mention later i didn't get past the first full level and i played i played for about five hours so um there, there's like a concept of seasons so i assume once you beat the first level the season changes or something there's there's a good reason I didn't look any of this up, and it's because the game okay <laughs> game ruined straight up ruined my playthrough. So before I before I continue babbling about things I may not know about, I want to make it clear that something occurred that caused me to lose over two hours of progress in the game. the The autosave is completely unreliable in the game. For some reason, I don't know what procs autosave, but it's one of these games that like only seemingly only major events cause auto saves like completing a quest and as far oh, as I, good I, that's I, great from what i can tell there was i've only i had only completed four quests in the game after five hours of playing and three of them were like the tutorials so the auto save is completely unreliable so if anything i say now or in the future sounds appealing about this game be sure you save early save often and for whatever fucking reason do not walk away and let your xbox turn off on its own like i did because <laughs> um, that's essentially what happened. I, I walked away for an hour. I made dinner. I came back, booted it up. Like the game had crashed while the Xbox went into sleep mode for whatever reason, and all of the progress I had made was completely gone. And I was I was enjoying it a little bit up until that point. After I had finished the tutorial, which was just too wordy and boring, in like the first few islands. Because each level has, like, a bunch of islands that are, like, strewn together, kind of. 
after the tutorial, I sort of hit a, a curve where I was kind of enjoying the game, but not enough to redo like four four of these islands. Um, yeah, <laughs> very very disappointing. Um, but I'll, I'll continue babbling about. Uh, Wait, what... so the 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 base that you're building and defending, are you doing it like the PVE version of Fortnite? Um. I I guess it's probably kind of similar to that. I was going to bring that up later on with you cuz you had played okay. like the what do they call it now? Save the world. Save the world, yeah. Yeah, it, it's there's raids on the town. Um so you have to come back, but it's not they're not like hard raids. Um transportation in this game is like awful. So you either have to teleport all the way back or, you know, take this this rail system that you have to create and ride it all the way back. And then it's all for just a raid of like four puny monsters that you can easily dispatch. Um, oh. But yeah, there's there's no walls or anything that I s- actually know. Later on, there are walls. I saw them in the the, the creator box. What do you call it? The fucking crafting table. Um, and yeah, you just need to create like beds, a sustainable habitat for your drakes. That is seemingly the entire purpose of the game. <clears throat> but do the drakes do anything? The drakes, to reiterate, are completely useless. <laughs> lazy, you said that, but like, lazy it just feels mooches. like they should do something, right? They they give you charms, which okay. <laughs> you need to create things for them. So they don't use the charms that they need to build themselves things. They just give them to you so you can build the things. They're but but to what end? But like, why are you so, doing this? So, so that they can survive, even though a lot like like pandas in the wild in China has, seem to have no fucking survival instincts, and <laughs> questions like, should be raised about why why we're wasting our time. That's what I don't get. Like you say, so they can survive to do what? To why why do I care about these drakes? I there's Help no. Me. No reason is given. You you were sucked into a portal, and it's like, hey, they need your help. And what what they mean is, you need to be their caretaker. Their their fucking everything. Their their chef. Their fucking carpenter. You are you are. <laughs> this sounds awful. Yeah, you are in indentured servitude to these drakes. In. <laughs> but. But why Drakes? Like, what do they do? What's the, what is the point of them? I, oh, I, I one one of this. them can give you a buff at a time. Only one though. Oh, okay, so they at least give you a buff. And the buff is usually just to get more supplies to bring back. The one I used at least was just get supplies faster to build them things faster. Because you know that's, that's they'll die of boredom, buff, Andy. Which is a literal thing. They will die of boredom. <laughs> so I need to build them entertainment. What? Uh, uh, this, this hurts. This is hurting me. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fine. I, I, I'm just not gonna get it. That's fine. I, I accept that. Yeah. This may not be the game for you. <laughs> You're already <laughs> asking too many questions. Um. So. There's this concept of aether in the game that is sort of like like the water that separates all these these islands that are created in this world that you're plopped into. Okay, um, so it's not it's not water. It's not water cuz you'll die if you walk into it. So what you well, need I mean that that happens in regular water too if you walk <laughs> too far. Yes, yeah, or if you're Irish. <laughs> I don't that's not meant to be a racist thing. I was thinking about sunburn. Don't don't take that okay. out of context, please, that's, anyone. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> okay. I always knew we'd blow up someday. I just didn't think it would be because of racism. <laughs> I'm saying all the wrong things today. Um, yeah, so this is one of the more annoying things because it's this arbitrary thing in the world that um, just exists and you have to build wards so that you can walk through it for some reason. They don't really... Between the islands, like, the difficulty doesn't really jump up, so I don't know why they try and, like, gate the islands with this minor item that you can build at level one. Um, it's just, it seemed weird. They have, 
on some of the islands there's it's corrupted and there's vines and you just have to break them and it's unclear what the benefit is for breaking them it's just like <laughs> it's just like hey clear the island nice work and you're like thanks and then they plop a chest that has like one piece of duct tape in in it and you just move on with your day and that's that's that i really hope that later on it's much more rewarding cuz some of them are very annoying to find. Like the early ones have like four vines on them, but like bigger islands had like over twenty. And on one of them, I just straight up couldn't find the last one. And because it had already been proven to be kind of a buggy game, I didn't rule out the fact that it was just beneath the world. So I was like, mm. all right, you know what? I'm just gonna walk away from whatever this is. I'm not running around this same fucking island for another minute. Oh, my favorite favoriteest feature in the game is. To talk to any NPC, including the Drakes, you have to hold down the button to talk to them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why this is. Uh, I'm I'm gonna gripe about this also in whenever I finally get around to finishing Final Fantasy VII remake. But but hold to do anything is the stupidest thing ever, especially when it doesn't have any additional effect. Games like adventure games can get away with it because usually it's something cool happening, like fucking God of War, Kratos, maybe like literally lifting up a boulder the size of a mountain and so yeah it makes sense you might want to jam jam or hold the button down for a couple seconds but in this game it's like a two second button hold and then it's like okay now i've entered the shop or i'm talking to the quest keeper or i'm getting you know i'm I'm getting fucking charms from the drakes so it's just extended for the sake of extending it i have no idea why it exists the drakes are never around anything else that you can accidentally misclick I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. It'd be so much faster. The animations to talk get into talking to the Drakes are exhaustively long, so I could see why they might be like, well, you don't want to accidentally get into this one of these things, but then you you also like front load it with the fucking hold down anyway. So it's like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm overwhelmed with frustration just talking I, about it. I'm trying not to think about it at this point because I got so frustrated at just the idea, the general <laughs> premise of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think I think the raiding, like the, the fighting off raids could have been a cool point later on. I was curious to see what happened with that. Um, the, the, the thing I mentioned earlier about grinding between islands, you can create these like waypoints that have like i don't know like a 20 yard range you have to create a tremendous amount of waypoints and the islands are pretty well spread apart but you can create these waypoints connect them together all the way back to the base and then grind from the base to wherever the waypoints are connected to that could be cool but it takes a while so i'd honestly rather have just had like some sort of fast travel system and not had aether in the game because i couldn't see why that concept existed i didn't understand it so you're going to recommend this game to a lot of people, right? I, if you're, if you're very careful about saving, then I could recommend it to people who like games like Slime Rancher. Um, it's the, the Mandrakes are, the Drakes are cute. The base building is kind, not, the base building is not really satisfying, but it's, like, nice once you, like, upgrade it. Like, anything else. Like, progress is fun, right? That's why we like RPGs. Yeah. Um, so, if you do like those sort of, like, diet base building games, um, yeah, you, you may enjoy it. It's on Game Pass. I would, I would say if that does sound like a type of thing, and the entry point is ba- essentially free for you. Just, just give it a shot. You'll get through the tutorial in like 20, 30 minutes. Um, but if, if nothing about what I said sounds fun, you're 100% not going to enjoy this game. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. So you're speaking directly to me with that sentence then. You're not going to enjoy this game. I am 100% going to not enjoy this Andrew, game. Andrew P. I, I really feel like I'm not going to. Like everything you described sounded like it would have driven me insane. <laughs> Something about the the game, like I really wanted to play this game, but the game that was in my head. So you so you might watch the trailer, you might say, "Oh, like I I can really see myself enjoying this," and you'll be pleasantly surprised that uh, you're wrong. 
Um, <laughs> there was there was a game that I kind of gave me the same vibe from the PlayStation Showcase. It was one where all the little fucking I don't even know what they were the little little fucking eight balls that you controlled like you controlled like swarms of them. And it was this, like, really colorful world, and you were just, like, beating up, like, weird monsters. Are you talking about Pikmin? No. No, no, no. <laughs> it was... You, you played as, like, a young girl, and it was, like, in, in this mystical forest. Is, and... is Olimar not a young girl? You know what? He might be. I don't... Yeah, I never... Maybe. I never asked uh, their gender. I never never really gave it a second thought. Um, but, yeah, that, that that type of game has, like, a certain appeal. Like, sometimes you want, like, the cameos of the world or, like, sure. beyond, yeah. beyond good and evil ones of the world. Just, like, a, a nice, like, diet, like, beat em up like, sort of adventure game. And I was in the mood for that. And this did not scratch that itch. Um, but it might scratch a different itch for some people. Beth? You're not going to trick me to playing it. I, I'm really not trying. You... <laughs> You really should play this, because uh, I don't I don't want you to suffer. This is like some sort of reverse psychology. I can feel it. You're trying to trick me into playing this game. You're going to hate this more than any game ever, Andy. I promise you. You're not allowed to play this, Andy. <laughs> it's so bad, you'd hate it so, you'd hate it so much, I'm not going to lie. I forbid it. <laughs> you're, you're getting a timeout. <laughs> you can't do anything except for twiddle your thumbs for the next three weeks. But I want to play that new Tony Hawk game. <laughs> sorry damn it think oh, before you right. speak next time fucking nerd oh man i mean i deserve it but i still don't like it <laughs> well it's all part of growing up yeah i guess sorry dad <laughs> uh do we have any sponsors this week oh yeah we totally do i gotta read the sponsor <laughs> message and I definitely have that tab open right now and i didn't accidentally close out of it and i'm frantically trying to get it back up hey it's a question for you. Do you know a lot about archaeology? Me as a human? Yeah, you or, as a human. <laughs> you in your capacity as a host, you in your capacity as a citizen <laughs> of the United States. I didn't States. know if it was like a, a call to action type thing. Like you there with the <laughs> menopause. Um, do, I, do I know much about archaeology? No. no okay. Well, let me learn you something here. Did you know that archaeologists in England have actually found six-sided die left by ancient Roman soldiers nearly 2,000 years ago? That's not a joke. That's not. A, there's no punchline there. Ancient Romans were just as big of a fan of dice games as we are today. I know you are. You know I am. That's all the people I can speak to. But okay, we, okay. huge fans. But think of the poor soldier who lost his dice in first century Britannia. How heartbroken he must have been when he learned that those dice were just gone forever. Because you can't find things in the past. Poor Quintus Herminius Mercator had to sit in the sidelines hoping someone would take pity on him and lend him their dice. And he could easily have just run off and stolen those dice because he was a soldier and had weapons. So people wouldn't lend him their dice. Do you want to be like Quintus, shunned by your friends because you can't join in their dice games? Well, you're in luck because it's I sure 2020. Don't. Oh, you weren't asking. You me don't that want time. to be. I, I, that was a rhetorical question, not a call to action. I apologize. If if you had come to rehearsal, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> it's 2020. We play dice games on our phones now. That's right. There's no risk of losing dice and becoming social outcasts when you've got Slotsy. That's the name of the game. Slotsy is an exciting new twist on a classic dice game that's available right now on the Google Play Store. You can arrange your dice to make various hands and rack up points. You can earn power-ups and climb to the top of the leaderboards and to prove your friends that you are the real dice champion. So don't be like Quintus. Keep the good times rolling <laughs> with Slotsy. <laughs> yeah, there's a leaderboard to prove you're better than your friends. There's no better way to prove your worth and your value to your friends, to your boss, to your family, to your girlfriend, than by being good at Slotsy. There you go. And if you're like most people on the internet, you don't have friends, you can just beat up strangers. Yeah. You don't need friends because you've got Slotsy. <laughs> your friends have six sides. Yeah. Not not just two. Okay. You got thank any final you, messages you. or words for uh, for our people today, for our listeners? No, no. I check out next week. I'll probably be pay, playing. Um, no, you know, I don't know. <laughs> any idea what you're playing next week? 
Oh, God. I mean, I'm going to be playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2, but that's not going to be what I'm going to cover. I'm going to try to cover a game that came out this decade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not just a prettier version of a game that came out during the glory days of my youth. <laughs> oh, God. But you can be re- rest assured that whatever I talk about, I'm still going to be in my head playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Good. Me Me too. That was... Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, check us out on all the normal social medias uh, not 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 yep. tumblr but you know facebook twitter give us a follow we uh we appreciate it and yeah leave us a review on itunes if you want to do that especially if you're going to leave a good review you can still leave a bad review on itunes but but we won't take it to heart you don't don't you'll be just like be that. hurting yourself yeah you know give us three stars then we'll read it yeah we'll read it and we'll like we'll learn and you can give us some feedback give us feedback too if you want to do yeah, that yeah. let us know yeah. what you think if there's a game that you want us to cover that we haven't covered, especially if it's one that came out this year, like <laughs> don't say like, "Hey, cover," I don't know, "Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> We're not going to do that. We're not uh, going to play Perfect Dark Zero. We, sh- we should do a, like a, a a game off retcast or something, or we just play I'm into shitty that. old games. Just just pick a year and just. <laughs> All right, you know what? For the next <laughs> for this episode, we're each playing games from 1996. <laughs> Fill your boots. I'm into this. We'll do that for an anniversary yeah. episode, which I think we already missed. Yeah. Well, no one knows that. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Arcadia, A-R-K-E-Y-D-I-A, uh, and you've been... Oh, yeah. I've been Solid Talker, S-O-L-I Talker, on Twitter. Cool. Well, that's from episode 38. Goodbye. <laughs>